I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. The 2014 Healthcare Information Security Today survey recently generated approximately 200 responses from senior executives at hospitals, integrated delivery systems, physician group practices, clinics, health plans, and other health-related entities. Among the topics examined by our survey is the progress healthcare organizations are making in their compliance with the HIPAA omnibus final rule, which went into effect last year. Today I'm speaking with Andrew Hicks, a director and healthcare practice lead at security consulting firm Coalfire. Andrew will discuss his analysis of the HIPAA omnibus compliance trends that we found in our healthcare information security today survey. Hi Andrew. Hi Marianne. Now, the good news in our survey is that 75% of respondents say their organizations have a detailed plan for HIPAA omnibus compliance. But the bad news is that 25% of organizations still don't have a plan, even though enforcement of HIPAA omnibus began last fall. Why do you think a quarter of organizations still haven't yet put a HIPAA omnibus compliance plan into place? And what are the risks to organizations that are still putting that off? Well, you know, looking back at the survey results, it looks like most of those the survey takers were covered entities, right? So it, it is surprising to me that 25% of those still don't have a plan in place. I think that number is, is high and shouldn't be that high, right? Because our HIPAA is 15 years old now. So possible reasons for that, companies are seeing the, the, the cost of HIPAA compliance. They're being forced into compliance 10 ways to Sunday. So there is some cost prohibitive reasons, budget constraints. Um, many see it as too time-consuming or not enough internal resources. Um, and then you also have the, the smaller covered entities that may not even understand what their obligations are with regards to HIPAA. So when you look at the, with the, the risk factors, you know, we all know that there's breaches out there. There's penalties, both monetary and civil. And the biggest thing now that we're seeing is reputational risk. I know Target is not a healthcare customer per se, or the breach wasn't healthcare related, but that is a great example of what a reputational risk will do to an organization in terms of sales and, and customer trust. The survey found that the top HIPAA omnibus challenges named by our survey respondents were training and educating workforce on compliance changes, named by 50%, revising business associate agreements, named by 46%, getting new business associates to sign business associate agreements, 45%, Revising breach assessment and notification procedures, named by 39%, and providing individuals with electronic access to their protected health information, 30%. Now, why do you think organizations are struggling with those particular tasks? I think those responses represent a, a pretty common trend, right? We, we, all, we all know that training and logical access They've always challenged uh, covered entities. Logical access, whether it's for internal or external access, it's always going to be a problem. We just, we just need to face that. It's proven that most breaches happen from internal mistakes, and organizations continue to struggle with that, the whole minimum necessary concept um, that, that's backed by you know, good, solid access provisioning and decommissioning processes. When you look at it from a business associate management standpoint, we've seen it in the workplace a lot of covered entities 
as sad as this may sound or as crazy it may sound, a lot of covered entities, they don't even know who their business associates are. In some cases, they, they're, they're good at execu executing the, the BAAs, but all they have as far as information about those BAAs is the actual contract itself and a signature that they can't tie back to a specific entity. So that is the risk that we see today. Um, we also see CEs that are pushing their, their business associates through archaic processes that involve spreadsheets and questionnaires, which is very difficult to, uh, to manage through. And then we've also seen business associate agreements that are being managed by administrative personnel that don't really have any understanding of what HIPAA is or the implications there. These should be managed by uh, legal counsel or other compliance type officers. When you flip it over and look at the, the BA vantage point, uh, looking upward at the CEs, many of these smaller uh, service pro providers, they don't understand what a business associate is and therefore they don't want to sign these agreements because they have legal impl implications and, and they're binding documents that they're hes hesitant to move forward with. Our survey also found that nearly 60% of organizations have instituted the four-factor breach assessment process that's called for in HIPAA Omnibus. Some entities are also making other changes to their breach assessment policies and procedures as well. However, nearly one in five organizations have made no changes at all in their breach assessment process. That being the case, do you think it's possible that some organizations are still unaware of what the federal regulators expect when it comes to breach assessment under HIPAA Omnibus? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And we've already touched on some of the some of the biggies, right? But there's some other things that we're finding out in the workplace. Um, organizations still have not embraced the concept of a risk analysis. Uh, they, they still confuse it with a HIPAA compliance assessment or their HIPAA compliance initiatives. A risk assessment is totally different, and in fact, it's the number one requirement, the first requirement of the HIPAA security rule. When we do our assessments, we found, I'm just going to throw out a 90% average, that uh, of the assessments that we do, 90% of those are really lacking and struggling with good um, policy and procedure management, both in, in designing policies, managing the content of those, reviewing those on a periodic basis, and then lastly, which is really kind of a new hot topic in, in the, uh, the healthcare industry, is business associate management. It's a, new, it's a new concept in terms of what needs to be done. We, we know that business associate agreements, they're not good enough anymore to keep, to keep your, your name out of the newspaper. So having a good process that gives you visibility into how your business associates are actually managing your data, how they're safeguarding and, and protecting that, that data is critical for a covered entity when considering um, vendors and going through that contracting process. Now, when it comes to the HIPAA omnibus breach notification process, what are the first steps that organizations should take in making formal changes so that what they're doing in terms of assessing breaches is jiving with what OCR expects under a HIPAA omnibus? So the first thing they need to do is that they got to get away from the, the harm-based approach that was introduced by uh, the HITECH Act. The new approach is a risk-based approach under the omnibus rule. So basically, the, the risk-based approach will require organizations to perform more or less a, a mini-risk assessment if a breach or suspicious activity occurs. So this all needs to be defined in, in their policies. And secondly, and this is the same as, as any DR or BCP concept, you got to test now and, and test often, especially with changes to, to an organization. Actually, that brings me to the next question. 
Our survey found that nearly half of organizations have not conducted a test to see if their breach notification plan will work in a real breach situation. So what is the best way for organizations to test their breach notification plan before they have an actual incident? And what are the key things that they should do in a test? Testing is absolutely critical to this, but what they need to do beforehand is they they need to understand or or make sure that mechanisms are in place to identify a breach. So um, they need to have logging capabilities in place. They need to have anonymous alert numbers available to employees. They need to be searching social media sites for potential uh, uh, data information. Bottom line is you don't want to find out you had a breach from the press. You want to know from the inside and then move forward as necessary. So within policy, and these are similar to like an incident response plan, you need to define what a breach is. You need to define escalation procedures and documentation requirements to document as evidence of of what actually occurred. You have to make sure you have the right people involved, right? You have to have legal, IT in some cases, privacy, compliance officers. They all need to be involved. You don't want someone from the inside falsely reporting a false positive to the media with regards to a breach. You want that to be handled by a specific individual within the, within the organization. Next, I would say that you need to walk through the breach risk assessment process using those four breach reporting conditions that the OCRA has identified in the omnibus rule. So you need to walk through those, understand what those four conditions are, how they may apply, maybe use a scenario-based testing procedure to, to test all four of those scenarios. And then lastly, you need to understand the breach reporting requirements. There are specific guidelines in there regarding the timeline, how you contact affected individuals, how you contact the media or when you contact the media, as well as your upstream covered entities and ultimately the OCR. Now, under HIPAA Omnibus, business associates are directly liable for HIPAA compliance. And when it comes to ensuring that their business associates are HIPAA compliant, our survey found that the top five steps that are being taken by healthcare organizations are modifying business associate agreements to provide more details, that's named by 70%, revising policies for business associates reporting breaches to their organization, that's 38%, requiring a completion of a security questionnaire, that was named by 28%, obtaining a copy of the BA's security policy, that was named by 26%, and obtaining a copy of the BA's security audit, which was named by 25%. So now, in your work with healthcare organizations and business associates, where do you see the most pushback from BAs in terms of the demands that they're getting from their covered entities related to HIPAA omnibus and HIPAA compliance? We all know that business associate agreements are the new thing out there. Um, they're being thrown around the industry like, like they're candy, um, but in some cases, what we're seeing is that covered entities are asking their business associates to jump through all kind of hoops to, to prove their compliance. So while I completely agree that a business associate agreement is, is not enough, forcing all business associates to go through costly assessments, um, like a high-trust certification as an example, it may not make the most sense for every single type of business associate. So I think these organizations, they need to do a risk-based uh, approach, and they need to, uh, to consider the size, the complexity, and ultimately the risk that a business associate gives back to that covered entity as a way to manage those those BAs appropriately. Of those organizations participating in our survey, 37% said their organizations had no breach of any size in 2013. Additionally, 53% said their business associates had no data breaches in the previous 12 months. 
my question to you is, what do you think of those findings? Do you think it's possible that more organizations are experiencing breaches than they realize? Is it possible that incidents are not being properly assessed for breach notification under HIPAA omnibus, or perhaps even worse, they're not being detected or reported at all? So I, I think the results are are on par with what I would expect from a covered entity. Those those make sense. Those jive with what we're seeing. Business associates, on the other hand, I would expect much worse. So in many cases, these business associates they're being pulled into compliance by their covered entities. So some of these may be billing companies or paper shredding companies. These these are the guys that have no ties to the healthcare industry except through their covered entities. So. These are the guys that don't know what HIPAA is. They're still spelling it with two P's and one A. So for this reason, I completely agree that many breaches are going unnoticed and unreported. I think we're going to see that number go up substantially in the next uh, two, three, four years until these business associates really understand what they're on the hook for. And in fact, we've also seen that the Office for Civil Rights, they've actually beefed up their staff in support of these uh, 2014, the audit's coming down the pipeline, as well as the expectation that the breaches are going to go up, the penalties and the enforcement uh, responsibilities will go up as well. Now, with that all said, what's the best way that organizations can improve their breach detection? So breach detection, this, is, this isn't this is really new. It's just a, a different approach. So, I, again, I always say you have to have good systematic controls in place. So you have to have good central logging mechanisms that are backed by strong monitoring mechanisms. Things like data loss prevention are always great as a way to minimize the flow of EPHI. Network segmentation, you have to consider ultimately the flow of EPHI, and you want to really uh, restrict that to as, as minimal as a footprint in your organization as possible, as well as restricting access to only those that have a, a specific need for accessing that data. And then lastly, I know it goes... Uh, It's reported all the time how how critical training is. It it really is. Employees need to understand what PHI is, why it's important, what the acceptable uses are, and and in this case, what they need to do if a a breach is suspected. What are the proper reporting channels for uh, identifying and, and notifying of a potential breach? When it comes to advice for how covered entities can improve their overall HIPAA compliance, what would you say the, the best thing they can do is? Most covered entities, they're, they're kind of over the first threshold. They have decent policies and procedures in place. In my opinion, the, the biggest emerging risk is how covered entities are managing their business associates as well as the, the risk that they present to the CE's data and reputation. This is why we created uh, HIPAA Central as a way for covered entities to have visibility into BA compliance and assess that risk. From a BA standpoint, um, if they're going to manage PHI as part of their business process, they, they need to come to terms with HIPAA. They need to embrace it, understand it. Um, they need to go through the HIPAA risk assessment process and make an effort to be compliant. And at the end of the day, it's their name that's going to be in the newspapers and the press, and their name is going to be tied to a, to a breach, a fine, a penalty. So they need to come to terms with it and really start embracing it and implementing the proper controls. So really the bottom line here is any organization, whether it's a CE or a BA, BA they need to comply with, with HIPAA when they uh, create, receive, maintain, or transmit PHI data. Whether they're doing that internally or externally, um, they just need to understand what those requirements are and ultimately what they're on the hook for with regards to their compliance initiatives. How would you rate the overall state of information security among healthcare entities and business associates? What sort of grade would you give them? From what we're seeing out there, I would probably say a C 
for covered entities, if I can break it apart, C for covered entities, maybe, maybe a B minus, and for business associates, wow, I would say maybe an F or a D at best. I mean, these are the guys, like I said, that they're still spelling HIPAA with two Ps, and they have no idea what they're on the hook for. So they're in a complete triage mode with regards to meeting compliance and understanding why their covered entities are pushing them down this business associate path. Would you say they have a lot of work to do before they improve their grades? Anything they can do to have a quick boost in their grade? You know, I think we've seen with what OCR has published in the 2012 audit protocol and their findings, a lot of things tie back to doing a risk assessment, having policies and procedures in place, doing training. Encryption is that excellent, nice to have. Those four or five things I just mentioned, those are really the, the top priorities, and they've been for a long time with regards to just kickstarting your compliance program. Thanks, Andrew. I've been speaking to Andrew Hicks of Coal Fire. I'm Marian Kobasak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.